this is Motivation. I'm Lori Joy Kingwell. And I'm Chrissy Van. We're two dreamers on two wheels inspired by our community. And celebrating the voices we're just lucky enough to discover along the ride. So if not already, like, subscribe, follow along, do what you gotta do to not miss an episode. Today, we're riding alongside Annie DeNovo, host of This Wild Ride. We're going on a journey as exhilarating and transformative as a motorcycle adventure. For Annie, 2023 was a year of crucial rebuilding. Much like refurbishing a vintage motorcycle that's seen its share of rough paths, there was a growing awareness inside of her, a beacon on the road signaling that the way she was navigating life was leading to dead ends and bumpy rides, offering up lessons as unavoidable as the potholes in her path. In today's episode, Annie, who shares my passion for sparkly helmets, opens up about her significant shift in direction. It's a tale of self-discovery and deep inner work, reminiscent of the meticulous process of tuning a motorcycle's engine for a smoother, more efficient ride. Annie is currently studying to become a breathwork facilitator, and she's going to take us through the paces and even offer up a moment of guided breathwork to help us connect our minds and bodies. It's like finding that perfect balance on two wheels where every breath syncs with the rhythm of the road. She'll also shed light on the importance of listening to our nervous system. Much like how a rider needs to be attuned to every nuance of their bike, she explores opening up pathways for better well-being and shares the roadmap she took to get there. So helmet on and minds open. Let's embark on this journey with Annie, where her story will bring us closer to understanding ourselves and the road we're on. This is the motivation. So at time of recording, we are nearing a brand new year. And I know that for a lot of people, that means self-reflection tends to amp up. I hate the dreaded word resolutions, but for some reason, even though statistically, those really don't work out, which we have talked about before on the podcast. But regardless, I think it's like this mindset of refresh and renewal. And we're so excited to have Annie join us on top of the fact that she's an epic writer. Sparkle helmets, we match with those, which makes my heart very full. (laughs) I'm very big on the sparkle helmet, but also a fellow Vancouver podcaster with this wild ride. And Annie, one thing that I've noticed from following you is that you've been on this incredible path of growth and change. You've taken us along for the ride for through that. But I want people to kind of understand the shift, what you were doing before. So talk to me, because before any big change, there's normally a catalyst or pivotal moment. So where were you at and what were you doing before all of this started to take place? Um, yeah, interesting question. There's a lot of layers to that onion. Um, At the time, really, I guess I could say that I was living blindly. Like I didn't really feel like I had really true direction. You know, you get a sense of something. You're like, oh, I should be doing this or I should be doing that. Always those little whispers, right? Kind of pushing you in the right direction. And hindsight's always 2020. And as I look back, there were pivotal moments in my life where whatever you want to call it, source, universe, whatever the hell was like, yo, it's time to wake up, bitch, like get your shit in order. And I just wasn't able to do a perspective shift at that time. I wasn't capable of understanding what was needed in order to do that. And at that time of a shift for me, really, it, it, the pivotal moment was the beginning of this year. 
and I was um, on my way out um, of an emotionally very challenging relationship. And we all know that we <laughs> learn the most about ourselves in our most intimate relationships. And I just remember saying on the phone to this person, like, it's over. But I wasn't just saying it to them. I was saying it also to myself, like whatever I've been doing up until this moment is not working. I am the lead character of my story and I've been living in a supportive role within my life for so long. And I was really tired of not really listening to my nervous system, not allowing myself to feel safe in my body, all of these things I was trying to manage and manipulate situations to help me feel safe instead of really just saying, what is actually going to help me feel safe? What do I need in this moment? Why am I spending all of my energy, like pushing all of this energy outside of myself when really I should just be redirecting it and changing my perspective on how I create safety in my world? So um, in a nutshell, it was an emotional freaking torrential downpour of not feeling worthy, not being in my body, not feeling truly connected to myself. And I just made a decision to not live in that space anymore. I'd reached that pain point And I said, there's, there's no more. I can't do this anymore. Um, I was in the lowest point of my life, probably over the last period of that time, probably about six months into that. And uh, I needed the cold water exposure and breath work to really like kind of snap me out of those moments of being in my head and getting me back inside my body. When you said those words, it's over. I mean, those conversations are so there's often so much self-thought before we go into them. You're playing it in your mind. How's this going to go? What steps did you take? I mean, I know you're saying I was kind of at the lowest low, but it still takes courage to actually make the step versus thinking about the steps. So how did you finally get to that moment, aside from the fact that internally you were like, enough is enough? Oh, God, a lot of research. Um, a lot of research into psychology. I read so many books <laughs> over awesome. the last two years um, on like, you know, the body keeps the score and what happened to you and like all of these really pivotal psychological, uh, psychological books in order to understand what was going on, why I was questioning myself, why I was living the way I was living, why I was repeating patterns that I had started to notice throughout my life. Um, honestly, I just like really dove into it. A lot of therapy. I did a lot awesome. of therapy, which has been a common theme for me. I've been going to therapy since I was in my teens. So that's not new to me. That's always been there for me, but really regularly and consciously making the decision to do that for myself so that I could understand how to break out of these patterns and what type of people I was allowing in my life and what I was, what kind of behavior I was accepting in my life from others and from myself, like really not showing myself ultimate love and appreciation. And therefore like, Hey, how can you show that to anybody else if you can't show it to yourself? Right. So a lot of uh, self-reflection, a lot of internal work, a lot of moments of discomfort. Holy shit. I was so fucking uncomfortable. <laughs> like it was Probably insane. Hate that that's part of it. <laughs> I don't think there's any way around it. Like, no. I don't know anybody 
that's just like, nah, I was really, it was quite graceful. Um, (laughs) I I did a lot of just laughing and smiling. And, you know, I was expecting some tears. They didn't come. Like I just, it's, you know, and the ones that do tell me that, because I have heard that from a few people, I just look at them and I'm like, oh no, you did not do the work. (laughs) You did. You don't know. You did the thing where you were just like, I'm going to be that person and then tried to walk off into the sunset, which will work for a little bit, but then you'll be back in your patterns. You'll be back in the stuff. You'll invite the same people. You mentioned that of like, when you, when you really started to do the work and change that perspective through reading, through understanding, not just the, the feelings, but the human behavior and all the things that go along pattern patterns along with that. And this relationship that ended you mentioned in this also, also noticing that other people within your life, did you also recognize that the people potentially, that there were some people that weren't the healthiest or did that come with that other process? Or were you aware that like, man, these people may be not the greatest for me as well? Well, I wasn't healthy to be quite blunt about that. I was not in a healthy place. Like really the shift was like recognizing these patterns within myself that I was also contributing, Right. Um, you know, not to like shame people that are in difficult situations or whatever, like, but we all have a role to play. We all have radical accountability that we need to take for our parts in what we're doing. So really it was looking at my own behavior in maintaining these relationships asking the why, why am I reaching out to this person when they haven't made any attempt to contact me in two months? Why am I, oh, why am I so attached? What it, what is it about this that is helping me, that is feeding my soul, that is really like uh, allowing true connection? And a lot of those things, I've just kind of let fall to the wayside. Like, it's like, okay, I'm just going to observe now is this person making an attempt to be in my life or not? And how do I feel about that? And what, what is this person bringing to my life? How are they contributing? How am I contributing to their life? So it really is more about recognizing my own shit. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. then when you look at that and you really dial that back and you go, okay, how am I showing up? Everything else will drop away. You don't have to work so hard. Yeah. I was working really fucking hard to be where I was. And now I'm so much more peaceful. I have so much more calm in my life. The people that are coming into my life naturally, organically, are people that I resonate with, that I can have truer connections with. Um, so yeah, definitely it, it it was a me issue. It really was a me issue. Um, allowing this in my life for sure. I spoke to that Chrissy here yesterday about, yeah. or I say yesterday, when you listen to this, it's not going to come across as yesterday, yeah. but in a past recording, um, the, the word of the, what was it? The word of the year word with of the authentic- year. authenticity. And one of the things that, you know, um, is said to be a part of like, you know, not the buzzword version, but the real, like, what does it mean to drop into and go deeper into your authentic self? And that's one of the things that gets mentioned really and truly is that the more that you are aware and reflect on your own choices and your own behaviors, and the more you adjust that, there's that fear because you're like, well, what if they, what if I lose my people? Or what if I don't have that, that circle, that community, all those different things? It's like, 
you're othering yourself in a certain capacity or taking the risk of, but whoever you, whoever doesn't no longer shows up in that newer, more authentic version or that grounded version of you, that's okay. They were never meant for you. They're not supposed to be in your life. But the other part of it is with time, if not right away, there's the other that come in that are meant for you and, and are, you know, more authentic to themselves as well. And what, what you guys are going to create together, you know, as a community and you're never going to be alone in it, but there is going to be shifts where it can feel lonely. Well, and those shifts can be so painful. And I think the thing that stood out to me as well is that use of resistance. It's so interesting when you do take a step back and do those audits and you notice where that resistance is in your life. And you come to the realization that it actually isn't designed to be that hard. Like we are playing such a huge role in creating that resistance, but letting go because there is that element of I can control and I want to see and and you're holding on for dear fucking life. <laughs> Whereas it feels so counterintuitive to let go at first because it feels unnatural. But at the same time, you start to unfold in this right direction. And one thing that you mentioned was that cold plunging breath work was something that helped you move through. So was this a practice that you had instilled in your life before or where did this start to come into play for you? I mean, I grew up on, on the North Shore. I grew up by the river. I've been swimming in the river till my lips turned blue <laughs> during my teen years. Like, uh, it's not uh, cold plunging with intention, though. That's definitely been a little bit of a shift. And it's been intermittent kind of over, I mean, quite a few years, to be honest. I just haven't really made it a thing on the old socials uh, up until recently. But mainly because I wanted to showcase, like, how exposing yourself to those moments of discomfort may make everything else easier around you. Um, and also uh, during the time when I started to make it a ritual, like really intentional ritual was that time when I needed to get the fuck out of my head. I needed to feel in my body. I needed to feel those buzzing sensations. I needed to feel that numbness or tingling in my, my toes because I really just had to get out of my head. I was so cerebral and I couldn't feel anything. I was numb. And so that was one way that I could really drop in, um, like forcefully drop in because you, you can't really not notice that damn cold water on your body. <laughs> There's right? nothing like it. I've only done it a couple of oh. times and I was like, good Lord. Good Lord. Yeah. It's so fucking cold. Well, anytime you want to go, let's go. <laughs> Thank you. I keep getting a lot of offers. I'm like, I'm busy that morning. <laughs> Well, the best part, I remember my mom, like just when you talk about the fact there's no choice and it's not comfortable and you're forcing yeah. yourself to do something that I wouldn't. It's funny because I'd say it's enjoyable, but it's so not enjoyable. And my mom was like, oh, she's like, no, that cold. It sounds terrible. It sounds awful. And I was like, that's kind of the point. The point. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, as backwards as it does sound, even just that like in your body completely, but the aftermath is kind of evidence to yourself as well that you can do hard things. Mm -hmm. Because when you are walking in there, everything in your body is like, ah, uh -uh, no, thank you. This sucks. <laughs> but why? It's going like, but why? Exactly. Yeah, but, why? But, but, but there learn. is like huge, amazing things. Like, um, I'm not the one to speak to it. And that's what 
you know, very much you can, Annie, is like there's huge benefits, not just for life, because that's a big part of it, right? Mentally doing the hard thing, knowing and giving evidence to yourself in a really big way as a ritual and all the things. But there's also some like really beneficial things to your nervous system, to just your systems, like in the health yeah, immune overall. system, yeah. immune system. Thank you. System system. The <laughs> scientific. And your dopamine. System squared. Yeah, you want that dopamine hit? Dunk yourself in cold water. It's going to make you feel really, really good. Maybe not in the present moment, but it's going to elevate your mood for the rest of the day for, I believe it's eight hours. Which oh, is yeah, insane. that'd be like serotonin then. Oh, yeah, it's a feel good. That's feel good shit. Yeah. Again, not in the moment, <laughs> but definitely <laughs> after. <laughs> Well, and you were doing breath work as well. So was that also a practice that you had before going into this or a tool that you started to hone? Because, I mean, we'll get to it, but obviously you have a successful career in the work that you do as a hair and stylist. But at the same time, you're going and putting yourself through immense amounts of education to open yourself up to this new possibility. So tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. I mean, breathwork was always something that I used. It was a tool that I was given to by many therapists that I've seen over the years on how to uh, regulate my anxiety and help me kind of be, bring myself back into the present moment. Again, out of my head, I was living my life mostly in my head for, for a long time. So it, it was always something that I was practicing, but never with, again, intentional ritual. Like it wasn't like, a, let's get up and do 25 minutes of breath work or do 10 minutes of breath work with 15 minutes of mindfulness followed by a cold dip and or movement of body. Like it was never really that intentional for me. It was just like, oh, here's a tool in my toolbox and I'm going to use it when I'm already dysregulated, instead of using as a, like a proactive tool to already regulate yourself and get you how many times, yes. right? You got to like drop down into that baseline before your day even starts. And I do have to say, like, it's been uh, pretty freaking incredible to notice just the difference. Like, mm -hmm. even when situations come up and I'm like, oh, shit, I'm noticing that little motherfucker, itty bitty shitty committee is starting to pop into my head right now. And I'm feeling this like tightness in my chest and my throat. And like, I'm like getting really activated, but now I can notice it. And now I can self-regulate even without the breath in that moment and get a little bit more clear in my thoughts. It's like, oh, okay, I'm going to name this. I'm feeling this right now. Oh, why am I feeling this? Oh, well, somebody said something that was really triggering for me. Oh, why is that triggering for me? What, what part of me is being activated? What part is being protective over me in this moment and asking me to react to something instead of respond to something. Um, so definitely like start your day with all that. It's, uh, it's made a world of difference. Absolutely. Yeah. I have a, a great career in hair. I freaking love it. I was a makeup artist before that I'm nationally renowned makeup artist, nationally renowned hairstylist. Like I've done the competition work. I've done the photography. I've done film and television. Like and I've really enjoyed that journey. Um, and what I've noticed, even in hair and makeup, it's like, what's my why behind that? Why do I enjoy doing that? Why well, love making people feel good? I love, I like, I'm, I kind of joke often that I'm a hair because like behind the yeah. chair, <laughs> right? Like, really are. 
I have some people that have told me things that they would have never told their therapist. Like it's, there's something so powerful about that uh, connection when you're touching someone, like it's legal for me to actually be in your space. And I offer head massage and that's already like, that's a super connection. Like I have people leave that five minute head massage just saying like, Oh shit. I feel really good right now. Can we just do that for 30 minutes? (laughs) You know, and we're one of the only professions that's not like a medical profession that touches people in their profession. Right. So uh, for me, that connection was really, really powerful and kind of part of the reason why I'm moving more into the health and wellness although that's always been a part of my life as well. I went to personal training school in my twenties. Like I've always had an interest in it. I've always been active, competitive dancer, all of that. Um, But I really wanted to move more into purpose. Like how can I affect people on a deeper level? Also I'm a one-to-one with hair. How can I affect more people on a deeper level? And breath work is something that I can facilitate to groups of people. I can do that. I can do that remotely. I can do it online. It doesn't matter where I am in the world. I can still have a more profound effect on someone's internal landscape by helping guiding them through their own ways of discovering self. They, um, when you were talking earlier about that routine in the morning as well, and like all the things that you do, I think it's one of those things too, that people kind of think that sounds like a lot of work, you know, like it's, that sounds like, oh, or that constant reviewing or being aware or body scanning and stuff. But I think what gets missed and why it's such a game changer is that we spend so much time and we spend so much energy throughout the day being angry at that one thing. And then we carry it in tomorrow and the next day and the week. And, you know, it's that um, a mood becomes now a part of our personality and all the things you, we don't realize how much time gets given to like one moment versus taking the day to prep yourself. So you can allow to let go of all the moments that don't matter and don't give your energy. So you can give that energy where it belongs. And what's so cool that you mentioned with your work with, um, styling, hairstyling is that, um, you're like part of that practice, I guarantee allows you to be so present in that moment versus like letting the little thing, like you could be in your head about something that happened in traffic on the way as you're with that person versus that intentional work allows you to take that other work in your day-to-day, like you say, it's therapy. So is that, yeah, is that, so is, so are you wanting to continue to do those both lanes or what, what do you foresee moving forward that, what that would look like? Are you wanting to kind of go more online to be able to travel or are you wanting to be able to kind of do both? I mean, hair, I can take everywhere. Really? right? Everyone has a head of hair somewhere. Yeah. I can travel with hair, which is a, a huge gift. Um, I would not be able to focus on doing the color work while I travel, but cutting is also like, if you look at cutting in a spiritual way in many different cultures, like cutting off energy, energetic ties, like letting go of cords. Like there's so many different representations of what that could look like at this point. I mean, I got big dreams. I want to live on like a, you know, live in my bikini on the beach and do breath work for like, you know what I mean? Like who doesn't, (laughs) 
<laughs> that being said, yeah, definitely. I would love to take things on the road. I would love to travel to different areas. I'd love to host retreats globally and see where that takes me, experience different cultures, learn from different cultures and how they also do breath work and, and mindfulness and meditation and, and helping people with purpose. Um, I think that would be like ultimately absolutely amazing. And I love what I do. I freaking love doing hair. It is so fun. It still affords me the ability to pay for my awesome apartment. And, uh, you know, like it's that important. Bread and butter. Yeah. <laughs> and motorcycle parts. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So that is like my bread and butter at this moment in time. And, and I mean, nobody knows the future. I, I can have a really big grandiose goal in mind and like all this shit's going to come in and this, the river tends to flow and there's bends in that river. Right. So, um, I'm open to uh, moving forward with both in the future and I'm open to seeing what happens and potentially moving forward with just breath work and mindfulness work and like body, body work is also really important to me, you know? So um, there's some, there's some thoughts I have on that on how to move forward and I'm still getting clarity on what that might look like. Um, but I'm so used to planning for the future and trying to get everything in order and controlling how the direction goes that for me, it's better if I have a, a, an overall idea of how I want to feel in that place mm -hmm. versus what that place actually looks like. No, there's so much power in envisioning, th envisioning things in that mindset. And it's Again, one of those things, a lot of really when we talk about all these shifts that you've made, most of these actions for most of us does feel so counterintuitive at first. That's why we call it doing the work and why it would be so much easier to not do the work. You seem in such this centered place at this point, and I know that there's been so much to get here through this transition as you reflect, aside from breathwork and cold plunging, what have been the most impactful things along the shift in your journey when it comes to relationships you have or just different elements that started to come into your space that gave you the hints of like, oh, I'm going in the right direction now. I should follow this. What was speaking to you? The first word that pops into my head is curiosity. Um, being curious about the why. Uh, versus assuming or or making up my mind about something. So like, why why is this why is this happening? Um, or why is this feeling this way? Or can I get curious about why someone would say something and ask them questions instead of making my own stupid assumptions about it? Because I don't know what they're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> you know, curiosity. God, we're good at thinking for other people, aren't we? <laughs> Man, we sure are. We sure are. And it's, it's human nature. It's the human condition, right? Like we're hardwired to protect and to survive. And, and that's something that is really challenging to overcome because we don't have those tigers around the corners anymore that we have to save ourselves from. Well, at least not here. In yeah. North Carolina, I mean, those maybe, cougars you know? have always made me a little nervous. And for some reason, I hike with a knife in my bag as if that's going to save me. We all know the cougar's going to win. <laughs> oh, I have pocket knives everywhere. I get yeah. it. <laughs> I totally get it. Um, but definitely, uh, I mean, commitment to self, really honoring myself, really 
showing up for myself has definitely been one big thing for me. Um, movement, I'm big into exercise. I always have been. Again, I come from a competitive dance background. I did sports all through high school. So movement and body work has always been a huge release for me. And breath work is huge when it comes to movement. You want to push through those last three reps, you're going to have to breathe through those last three reps. So um, it can really be uh, can translate into so many different areas of your life. But yeah, I would say meditation for sure in the mornings doesn't take very much time. I have a lot of people that say, oh, can't meditate. I don't have time much to your point earlier, Lori, when you were saying like we focus, we hyper focus on one thing and it can take so much time of our day when you could just wake up in the morning instead of opening your phone and scrolling down your socials, you could take that five minutes and just think about how you want to feel in your day. Envision how your day is going to go. Oh, today is going to be fucking awesome. What am I going to do? I'm going to go to work. I'm going to fucking slay the day at work. I'm going to make people look so good and I'm going to make them feel so good. And then when something comes your way, it doesn't matter because you're able to handle it because you're like, oh, well, this ain't no thing. It's like, nah moment blip in time blip in time it's no big deal yeah and when you talk about breath work obviously as such a tool there i think that now more and more obviously and especially through social people are more familiar with the term but there may be misconceptions over what it actually is and what it actually accomplishes i know for myself my very first experience with breath work was actually at the women's moto summit and i remember going through the exercise and truthfully i I was one of those people and I'm somebody that's really into a lot of wellness modalities. And I was like, this is one I haven't tried. I also haven't researched it. And as I went through it, I mean, I was going through such a, I mean, we've talked about this on the podcast, but I had had my first panic attack since 2014 prior to that weekend. And so I was moving through a lot of shit and doing a lot of work myself. And as we were doing the first exercises, I felt like the incredible tightness and anxiousness in my body. And I remember talking to the practitioner afterwards. So maybe just enlighten people that have heard the term, but don't really understand what we're actually trying to accomplish through breath work. Um, <clears throat> so breath work, I mean, there's like a lot of spiritual, religious modalities that people think like, it. you know, you connect to higher self and things like that. Um, breath work is the first thing we do when we're born and the last thing we do before we die, it is literally the only thing that we can control. Um, you can control the way that you breathe. So it can foster a sense of safety within the body because you, you know that you are able to um, be in the present moment with your breath. Breath helps to regulate your nervous system. So if you've experienced any sort of little trauma, big trauma, things that are jarring, dysregulation, disassociation, or for those of you who don't know, disassociation could mean like numbness, not being in your body, checked out. Um, really what breathwork helps you to do is create more conscious connection into your body and to help you feel safe within your body. Um, and there's so many different other things that it does, but in a nutshell, that's the best way that I can describe it. And to be clear, if you are on planet earth and you are breathing, you are somebody that should be breath 
work is not, you know, like we all kind of like, well, that doesn't sound like me. I don't, if, you know, like if truly at some point or another, you are an emotional being that having big emotion, little, like all the things. And so it's one of those things that it is a game changer in your life. You, I think like just that of where we live so unconsciously of like throughout our day, especially because we're looking around and we're like, well, so long as I'm functioning somewhat like them, but everybody is is dealing with some pretty intense things in their own personal lives and globally and all those different things. And just being aware of breath and having some small practice, like even if you're just in the shower and you took four deep breaths while you were in the shower, everybody's bathing or showering at some point. And we so hope. even if you just like incorporate it, but it's just, it's such a game changer for everything you spoke to. Yeah, I really hope someone's bathing and showering at some point in their day. <laughs> at some point, or just even in your week, even if it's, you know, I mean, it's just on the radar, but you're, you, it just, yeah, I'm doing it. I'm glad you spoke to it so eloquently. I'm doing a terrible job, but the point of it is, I just want whoever's listening in, if you're not incorporating it, just try on the smallest scale and you, you'll just, even if it just brings you to the present moment, like slows things down in your mind for just a second, but it's very, very true of like how much you're having bigger emotions in the day from a lack of regulation within your nervous system. And so something, the guy that cuts you off or the person that says that thing, rather than having a really large emotional response, you might still have a response. It might still annoy you, but it, but just in that regulated state within your nervous system, it's going to have an appropriate emotion or a more appropriate emotional response. If you're already doing a regular, you know, it's like, the, what, what do I always call it? Like the release um, the valve. Re- it's releasing the valve, you know, and rather than like, the, like you're just letting that out and pull. It makes me want to, I don't know why I'm getting heated right now. I need to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and I'd say for people as well, if they've never tried it out, I found so much power in like the group offerings that are out there. I've never felt safer walking into a space and feeling so proverbially naked. Mm-hmm. And it, there's so many communities like that out there. And I really encourage people, if you have the opportunity or maybe... The way the universe is working, it's provided a nudge because a friend's like, hey, I'm going to this thing. You know, I even think about it, Annie, when you sent me that one. And I I do normally travel on the weekend. So everyone knows I sound so Vancouver because I'm like, oh, committing to something long in advance is a rarity for me because I just like to just go wherever the wind blows and how I feel. But then as it got closer, (laughs) I was like, hell fucking yeah, I'm going to this thing because I've been doing so much work. I went very inward over the fall. Uh, When we talk about all the ugly and the messy, it's all been happening. And so to me, I was just kind of like, take it as a sign that this has landed in your inbox. And it was just wonderful to have the experience. You know, you end up having like a little laugh as well sometimes over like the beautiful moments that happen in the group. Like some people are feeling emotional. It's cool to feel other people all in one space without being overwhelmed by the energy because you're using tools to move it through at the same time. And Lori, with you talking about, you know, everyone in the world that's going through their lives at the same time. I had such a poignant moment even on the drive here this morning and I was looking up at the window as I was driving by the Sky Train station on Marine Drive, and there was just a gentleman at the top with a mop, like cleaning up 
the restaurant that's up there in the day. And I remember just staring. I was like, that human's like doing this thing in the morning. I wonder how he's feeling. I wonder how his day looks like, which isn't my responsibility to take on. But it was just that acknowledgement of like, we're all just out here doing our best with our own interpretations of what this life is. And we all I'm I was just kind of like, he's probably going through his day with little problems. Maybe he's thinking in the most joyful and singing to himself out there. I don't know. But I was like, we are all sharing this human experience. And it's really nice to see a lot of these like grounding and self-discovery techniques going a bit more mainstream. I get that they can get a bit diluted. And I know that it becomes this whole like everyone just thinks it's a social media fad and this and that. And I do think in a sense, I'm glad that it's getting elevated because it may prompt more people to actually take a more active role versus a passive role in their own lives. Yeah, absolutely. And and to speak to that, I think there's been a lot of people that have just passed it as like woo-woo or 100%. Oh, right? Like, oh, this is what I, I mean, it's been around. Pranayama breath has been around for thousands of years. And- <laughs> For good reason, right? Like it, it's, you know, it really, again, from more of a spiritual religious point of view, someone might say like, that's connecting you to your higher self. And absolutely it is. It's connecting you to your central channel, to who you are on the inside by helping you with your nervous system, right? So um, I don't know, maybe he was mopping and singing along and actually intentionally thinking about what he was doing. How beautiful would that be if he wasn't in his head thinking, I got all these problems. It's like, I'm up on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Like intentionally being in that present moment, which so much of us aren't because we have these like dopamine soups readily available to us, our phones, our distractions. Oh, we got to think about our grocery list. We got to think about all this stuff. It's like, just stop for a second. Feel that breath going in through your nose and feel that breath going out through your mouth. Allow your jaw to relax allow your shoulders to relax. That takes 30 seconds, less than 30 seconds. Let's do it. I was just right now. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's take people along for yes. Love that. I'm like, Annie, this one's on you because you're an expert here. (laughs) Sure. Yes. Yes. Thank you. So all we're going to do is you're going to stop what you're doing in this present moment. Put down your pen, put down your coffee mug, whatever it might be. Put down your phone. Turn the ringer off. Just don't turn the podcast off. Just keep the podcast going because this is really important. And all you're going to do is you're going to softly relax your shoulders. Bring awareness into your shoulders. Now relax your jaw. Let that tension go. Feel it dropping towards your sternum. Feel your eyelids getting heavy. And then you're going to take a deep breath in through your nose and you're going to feel the air passing through your nose into your lungs and feel that breath going down, down into your lungs. And then slowly release it either out your mouth or out your nose, whichever feels most comfortable for you. You can make sounds if you want. But you're just really going to notice like how that feels in this present moment. 
and how much more relaxed you feel. Maybe you have a smile spread across your face. You guys look like angels. <laughs> First and only time I'll ever hear that about myself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, there'll be more times for sure. <laughs> you guys look so blissed out. I was like, I oh, was blissed yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, I love I was, the only thing that came into my mind is when you, I can't remember what you said, but I was like, I hope no one's driving on Highway 1. <laughs> right yeah so I should have said pull over like, to the side of the road if you're driving yeah. <laughs> so maybe cut that part out and put it in the beginning <laughs> so you've got perfect I was just like how do I get her on my Spotify playlist for my guided meditations it's in the works it's in the it's Good. it's that things was, to come yeah I was I, I really enjoy doing visualizations like for me I'll even take myself through like a little story when I'm thinking about like you know, dealing with whatever I'm dealing with. It's like, oh, like take yourself through that. Oh, oh, that's, that's cool. I feel this in this way. Now, where do you want to be? And it's kind of like this fun, teeny, like little adventure. It's like a choose your own adventure, you know, flip to page 36. If you want this ending or flip to page yes. four, if you want this Goosebumps ending. novel. Yeah. Ah, you know, it's so good. <laughs> like I have been on this adventure before, but it is so true. I have used visualization as a tool since I was a kid. It was my dad actually that got me onto it. And it was like, it exceptionally helpful too when you had something where you were ruminating on the future possibility, so to speak, because you were nervous about it, etc. And like we would quite literally go through it mentally, and it was like, oh, I've I've survived that already, so now this actually doesn't. I don't walk in fear with this kind of thing. I can just let it happen and unfold, however it's going to unfold. And I think it's so powerful for ourselves. I was saying to Lori, for me, I used to struggle with meditation. So I ended up finding a tool that was more an EDM based little meditation situation. And I'm like, you just need to find the tools that work for you to get you to that space and hold a lot less expectations for yourself. Because I feel mm. like sometimes, I mean, I was like this with yoga for so long. I knew my body needed to stretch, but I was like, ah, like it's so hard, da da da, which is generally not my mindset over most things. But I'm like, this body does not pretzel. It's like the expectation is not to be a yogi the first time you go to yoga. Like, just like any other practice you're going to instill with your life, don't be afraid to suck at something new. When you're doing breath work for the first time, any facilitator that's guiding you through, you generally, I mean, I, I've only gone to a few of them, but every single time it has been or do what feels right for you in this moment. They are never holding you to a this is the hard and fast rule of how to get you to the destination. But it is important to try and put yourself first and get uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. That's I mean, at so, the end of the day, that's where you're landing in discomfort if you're going to go through this. Absolutely. It shows how much we're like the irony is the um, so much that work is about uh, non-attachment. And then we go in there with like, I'm so attached to being good at this non-attachment. Definitely. <laughs> like, <laughs> and it's the irony every time. So every time I'm always like, well, that was, a, and a, you know, when I, as soon as I start to judge how that went or didn't go, I'm always like, yeah, Lori, attach yourself how that went. Because, you know, and it's like you just like it also helps to kind of like laugh at the ridiculousness of what we do as human beings to, you know, gauge if I'm good, bad, right, wrong, enough, not enough. All And you're just like, chill the fuck out. Take some fucking breaths. 
and just like, just have a little bit of clarity, get, realize where you're headed and be open to how you're going to get there. (laughs) Just chill the fuck out. And this is one of the best ways to chill the fuck out. Yeah. Life is a wild ride, guys. (laughs) It's a wild ride. Like we are all in it to win it, but you just never know when those dips are going to happen. And like get yourself into that place of like, ah, I can just kind of go with the flow and kind of just coast through it instead of doing this crazy roller coaster ride. I mean, roller coasters are fun. Don't get me wrong, but like they make me nauseous now that I'm older, sadly. (laughs) (laughs) I've reached that age. I used to be like higher, faster, more spins. And then I went on them and I was like, whoa, that feels weird. And then it's like, surely this can't be the case. It's it's happened. I am that person now that gets pukey on roller coasters. But and that's okay. What wonderful self-awareness. I get that about life as well. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Sometimes life is pretty lifey. So life is, yeah. Sometimes I get a little pukey on the life ride, and that's okay too. But yeah. I mean, I think that's a perfect segue to be like, maybe you should pack your tools, which means it's time for maintenance. <laughs> So Annie, what would be your little tool or practice that we could pack in our little tool kits to help move through the lifey shit a little more lifey? Well, dang. I mean, I did give a little bit of that uh, example earlier, which is just to stop for a second and, you know, take that one deep breath. Like that is already a step in the right direction. And I guess don't really like meditation, for instance, like people have this crazy idea that you have to meditate like a monk for like an hour, like eating can be a meditation. Riding your motorcycle can be a meditation. Literally getting up out of bed in the morning can have intention and you can think exactly what you're doing. Meditation just means to be in the present moment. So if you can stop and take that deep breath, you're already meditating. Um, so a lot of, yeah, a lot of people don't think like they think that has to be like an intentional set aside practice, but like your whole life could be living with intention. Your whole life could be a big one, big meditation. So stop what you're doing. Take a deep breath. You got this. You're in the present moment. Amazing. Um, And we need our little fuel stop from you, which would be a quote or nugget of wisdom that we can fuel up with for our day. I mean, there's a couple that come to mind. Um, one that had come to mind that was um, kind of spurred, which which I kind of love for myself, and it's a good visual. Um, but they say, like, you know, you close one door and you open another. Um, just don't stand in the doorway. Just don't stand in the doorway, people, because you're blocking yourself. You're blocking everything from coming in and going out of your life. So either either shut the door or open the, the door. I love this in the one. doorway. Okay. So that's always been like a really big thought for me. One. Yeah, I don't know like, how what? I've gone this far in life and actually not heard that. Yeah. Don't stand in your own doorway. It's like really <laughs> counterproductive. Um, another one that I love that I wrote down actually last night was um, from Pitch Nyat Han. I'm probably destroying his name, but we do it all the time. Don't feel bad. Yeah, I think <laughs> it's that Titnan Titnan Han. I think it's Titnan. I don't know. Uh, it's terrible. I'm terrible. The Buddhist monk. I'm really He's amazing. It. 
But the one thing that I really loved was the breath is the bridge which connects life to consciousness. Uh, and I love that quote because um, it really does force you to be in the present moment when you're thinking about your breath. So you're becoming more aware every single time you do it. And that I love that. And it's like a little, a little thing that I've got, I've got a chalkboard paint on the back of my front door. And so like, I'll write little things and that that one's been up on my chalkboard paint for, for quite some time now, which I love, but yeah, I don't stand in your own doorway, man. <laughs> I, love I know I'm quite literally envisioning standing in it. And then it's like the people walking by hitting you. Da, da, da. It's not a comfortable place to be. So best advice, Annie, it's been such a pleasure watching your journey. Where can people connect and find you? Yeah. Thank you. Um, thank you for having me on the show. First of all, I've really enjoyed. Thank you for being here. And uh, I'm always going to be inviting you guys to go cold dipping. So yes. I'm hoping that one of I these my- days. Yeah, But even if it's just like toes in the water, hands in the water, that's enough. Can you imagine you guys are full dunking and I've got my fingertips and I'm like, guys, this is we bit fresh. uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> pushing to my limits <laughs> right yeah absolutely um yeah so you can see me i'm on socials at this wild ride there's a whole bunch of underscores but you'll find me if you type we'll it in put there. them in the show notes absolutely um you can email me through i just got a web page launched Yay! which i'm very proud of because i don't technology <laughs> It's very challenging for me. So you can actually like send me a note through the webpage um, if you want to get in touch with me. And uh, yeah, I mean, what's the webpage? Let's give oh, us the this wild ride. Amazing. Is the webpage, this wild ride. It's currently says powered by GoDaddy behind it because I am keeping things on the cheap while I start my we business. We don't need no daddy. <laughs> Thank do. you, GoDaddy. We know but, that. Uh, eventually it will be thiswildride.com. <laughs> but yeah, you can you can type that in there. You can also find me on um, Spotify, Apple for whatever. I mean, any listening platform, I'm connected to all of them uh, at Annie DeNovo and this wild ride. I am currently undertaking a little bit of a shift in the show myself um, as things shift in my life. So not as regular with the show, but um, I'm going to be getting some more like handy tidbits on breath work and mindfulness out there, as well as interviews with some really amazing people. I have Tyrell Mara on the show coming up soon. That's my next one out. So definitely stay tuned for that. And there's plenty to binge if you are new to this wild ride. So make sure that you give that a follow. What if you get, what if someone wants to get their hair did? They can also, they can also reach me through this wild ride. If not, I'm at Annie DeNovo beauty on Instagram. Send me a DM. You want to get your hair did totally reach out. I'm also happy to offer any styling tips, techniques free of charge. I do uh, free consultations as well. Complimentary. Um, So if you have any questions, you want to set up like a little zoom or whatever, I'm happy to do that as well. Very cool. Well, Lori. Um, Well, my love, this is where I say that is your motivation. No, I was trying to do You've just listened to the Motivation Podcast with your host, Chrissy Van, and me, Lori Joy Kingwell. 
Thanks for joining us along the ride. We've got new episodes dropping every Monday and we're all about community. So follow us on Instagram at Motivation Podcast and visit our website at themotivation.com. And in the meantime, tanks full and full throttle. Full throttle.